0: Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hello everyone and welcome to another super fun and delicious episode of Travel Tips Tuesday and I say that in the truest sense of the word as we're going to be talking about the perfect meal at the Walt Disney World Resort. We're going to be pulling from different restaurants, seasonal events, festivals and all the things to craft the perfect meal just for You or me or someone else that you may know. So we'll be sharing a lot of different experiences, some places that we have been, some places that we have not been, and some places that we hope to go one day. So it's going to be a fun episode. I hope you came with an empty stomach because this one, like I said, is going to be delicious. It's going to be good. So let's get into it, shall we? Tonight, this is Travel Tips Tuesday, and it is August the 3rd, 2021. And tonight's topic is the perfect meal at Walt Disney World. What would your dream meal consist of at Walt Disney World? That is our question of the day tonight. We'll love to hear from you uh, in the comments. Feel free to drop that in there so we can share and have a conversation. We all love talking about food, especially at Walt Disney World. Again, one of our favorite things to do is when we have these special, you know, seasonal events and things, we take a deep dive into a lot of the different seasonal offerings that they'll have and talk about those. And we always leave with like empty stomachs and you know getting a little (laughs) angry so expand your mind you know go deep you know through all the parks all the restaurants and uh you know at disney springs and the hotels and you know anywhere on property expand your mind what would your dream meal consist of at the walt disney world resort and you may not be super familiar with several places so like for me uh one of the things on mine i'm going to give you my complete list here in a second uh, if you didn't see it earlier. But uh one of the one of the things on my list is the bread service at Sanaa. I've never eaten at Sana'a. I know it is well known for the bread service, and that is one of the things that is on my list. You could probably eat an entire meal out of just that and fill up on it if you wanted to. Um, but anyway, we'll get into that. So let me know what is your dream meal at the Walt Disney World Resort? First, though, let's get into some Disney news. Uh, Some exciting Disney news was released today. Uh, There is this little thing called the Magic Key that is going to be debuting at the Disneyland Resort out on the West Coast in California. And I'm going to attempt something right here that I've never done on Travel Tips Tuesday Live. Uh, I am actually going to share my screen. Uh, I'm going to share a tab here. There we go. If y'all can see that right here, so um, this is kind of a little snippet of a of a graphic of a page. You can find a lot of this stuff, information uh, on Disneyland.com and I believe uh, on the Disney Parks blog as well. But uh, they are basically they're not calling it annual passes uh, anymore. They're calling it the Magic Key, and there are four different tiers that we're going to go through that each have you know different uh, you know different perks to them. Questions are you know come up: Is the reservation system still part of this yes it is and you'll learn more about that here in just a second is uh, you know other discounts yes there are some discounts this parking included for some in some ways so i'm going to give you a quick rundown and we'll look kind of look at this together uh and you know if you have any questions about it let me know uh we'll love to kind of chat about that tonight if you want to know and again this is disneyland in california not walt disney world but this is disneyland I'll mention something about Walt Disney World here in just a minute. Uh, We'll start kind of at the bottom here uh, with the Magic Key. Note that you can see there you can become a Magic Key holder starting on August the 25th, uh, 2021. So that is when uh, the sale of these will uh, go live. Uh, And there are some monthly payment options available for California residents only. Uh, similar to how Florida annual pass holders have had a monthly payment option for them. It's the same case for uh, Cal- California. So the entry tier for $399 is the Imagine Key. It's a reservation uh, based admission to one or both theme parks select days of the year. So there are some blackout dates with this. Uh, particular pass that is available to for southern california residents only so you orange county folks this is for you uh anybody in kind of southern california that neck of the woods in california this is kind of their um you know good neighbor pass of sorts. So the magic key um, limited uh, options, but definitely at a reasonable price point. When you start looking at the prices of tickets per day, uh, even with the limitation of two park reservation holds at a time, and that is like, you don't have to be staying on property for that. So if you were going to be driving further out and staying in and around, you know, there are some more options there uh, for you. You could still use that but up to two park reservations holds at a time again subject to those select days uh, 10% off on select merchandise 10% off select food and beverage. Uh, if you notice the uh, parking is not included with this pass so. Uh, That's one thing you need to be aware of because, you know, Southern California folks, you're probably going to be driving in. uh, So just be aware of that uh, if you're in that neck of the woods. Uh, The Enchant Key is the next tier up for $649. Again, the reservation-based admission to one or both theme parks, select days of the year, up to four parks uh, reservation holds at a time. So uh, basically, it is very, very similar to the Imagine Key with the exception you get up to two more um park reservation holds um park reservation holds uh, at a time and again uh you know to one or both theme parks on select days of the year so they're again subject to blackout dates uh there it doesn't say that on here but basically that is that is what that means uh, is that you can't go every every day of the year only select once so there's also if you want to know more information about this again I'm just kind of giving you a summary. We can look at specific dates and those kinds of things later on, or you can uh, go to Disneyland.com or the Disney parks blog and find links to that information. Uh, Third way up is the belief Geek for $949, uh, a little bit more robust as far as the offerings on this one. Again, uh, reservation uh, based admission to one or both theme parks most days of the year. So this particular one, you know, kind of makes me think that is going to give you more options than the select days of the year so my guess uh, without looking too deeply into this this probably means you know it, it, you won't have admission to super high traffic days like maybe the fourth of july and christmas day and stuff like that um but on many other days of the year you should have uh you should be able to get in up to six park reservation holds at a time so that's pretty sweet uh right now for comparison i believe uh if you're an annual pass holder at walt disney world correct me if i'm wrong if you're listening to this i believe the limit is three uh at a time so you know this is you know pretty pretty decent I think uh, for uh, for the belief key level option ten percent off select merchandise ten percent off select food and beverage and also fifty percent off theme park parking so the imagine key and the enchant key do not include any sort of benefits for uh, for parking on site but the belief key does at a fifty percent off uh, the theme park rate and then finally the top tier the dream key. Um, is the reservation-based admission to one or both theme parks every day of the year. So no blackout days for this. You can go pretty much any time. Again, that's uh, $1,399. It's about $1,400 bucks. there. You can do up to six park reservation holds at a time. 20% off select merchandise. The other tiers are 10. Uh, and then let's see here. Yeah, the other tiers are 10. And then 10% off select food and beverage. Excuse me 15% off select food and beverage and then theme park parking is included 100%. So you would not have to pay for that. If you kind of think about that, you know, uh, this is going to give kind of the, the biggest best experience. Uh, for folks coming in again that's the information this stuff just dropped today uh, this afternoon i haven't had a chance to dig down deeply into to kind of look at what the select days versus the most days kind of the different blackout dates Uh, but if you kind of look at at, at history you know you're looking at major holidays and you know major travel times spring break seasons stuff like that you know you want to kind of be aware of but some of these days will still be open uh, in, in certain seasons throughout the year when kids are out of school and whatnot in that neck of the woods. And again, uh, this um, and that's for the select of the most days. You know, if you go for that top tier option, you don't have to worry about those uh, those those blackout dates and again right here uh, for august the 25th 2021 is when these things go on sale if you do have any questions about that i have some folks that i know that are traveling to the disneyland resort this fall uh there's a chance that i might be there as well i would love to uh answer that for you i've been there over about three times now uh, I'm fairly, pretty familiar with the area, have a lot of friends that are there, have some agents that live close by as well that are part of Travel Nation, and would love to answer any questions that you have about this. Now, uh, let's talk about Walt Disney World for a second, because this is all about Disneyland, but if you go down to the bottom and you look um, this short little paragraph um right here kind of towards the middle if you're looking at the screen here it says and for those wondering about walt disney world annual passes new pass sales will become available in time for the start of the 50th anniversary celebration walt disney world will be sharing additional information and details later this month so be sure to stay tuned for more so uh those annual passes are uh coming back You know, it it does specifically say annual passes here. So it doesn't say they're renaming that a lot of times. If, if Disney is going to be renaming something, they will tell us up front, but you never know, you know, Disney can pull a fast one and kind of surprise us with a new tiered system, kind of like the magic key program that they're doing for Disneyland and call it something different. But again, you you get different crowds at Disneyland versus Walt Disney world. Uh, There are more locals that tend to frequent the parks uh, in Southern California. From the Southern California area uh, at Disneyland versus uh, the Walt Disney World uh, theme park, you know, area. Uh, so the Walt Disney World Resort as a whole. So the the people that go to both are, are different. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what happened. Like I'm excited. I've been saying like, you know. It, I, I do not have an annual pass, and I've been saying that as, as soon as they come out, I'm planning on getting one. So hopefully those positives will be somewhat reasonable and the perks will be decent because that's another conversation entirely. Um, you know, some of these perks have kind of been rolled back here and there with the addition of the park reservation system, uh, among other things. This made it a little bit more challenging for uh, folks to be able to come and visit the parks. So, hopefully, uh, there will be some flexing with that, and we'll have some good news to share with everybody here in a few weeks. Uh, From what I understand, August the 16th is coincidentally uh, one of my kids' birthdays, but August the 16th, I believe, is either the last day uh, or beginning that day. um, Annual pass holders will no longer receive complimentary magic bands uh, for trips, kind of moving forward. So There are a few things that are kind of happening in and around that date. So we should be finding more information out here, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. So we're looking forward to that. Let's drop in the comments real quickly and see who is on board tonight. Uh, (laughs) Ian, Charles, and Brad, and uh, Adam. Uh, Adam Duckworth, president and founder of Travelmation. Good to see you, sir. Thank you so much for dropping in tonight. He is like one of the most powerful uh, encouragers and just – awesome all around people that I know and that I have a chance to hang around. He does a lot to, to serve people in the travel industry, not only with our agents, but, uh, elsewhere. And also does a lot with, uh, volunteers as well. Uh, so thank you so much for the love, Adam. Really appreciate it. Uh, you popping on tonight, Brad tune. Uh, this is a great question, Brad. Uh, have you heard if there will be any DBC discounts? Honestly, Brad, I don't know. Uh, this information is pretty fresh. And I imagine our buddies, Dave Adams and Terry Weaver, over at the DVC Top of the World. Uh, podcast where they cover a lot of DVC news my guess is they'll be talking about some of this stuff as we move forward again we will probably hear something i would imagine within the next couple of weeks as you know this information kind of comes together we sort of got one piece of the pie now uh with the disneyland information and now we're kind of moving forward into walt disney world and again within the next i would say probably two to three weeks we should be hearing something um so be on the lookout for uh for that information coming out pretty soon. So again, if you all have any questions about anything that um you know we're sharing tonight, I uh, would love for you to um kind of drop in, drop that in there. You know, I'm I'm will address uh live questions, unprompted things, you know, just go ahead and <laughs> drop them in there. It makes this fun, makes it exciting and I love uh being able to connect with people. So, speaking of questions, let's go back to our question of the day right here. What would your dream meal consist of at Walt Disney World? What would it be? You know, again, no, no real constraints to this other than you realistically have to be able to eat it. So you can't say like all the things at all the food kiosk at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival sponsored by Corksicle, it's the full name. Uh, <laughs> you can't say everything around World Showcase or all the things at Disney Springs. So realistically, one meal. What you would be able to do, what you would be able to eat, you can pick and choose from different restaurants, different locations, quick service, table service, kiosk, seasonal things, non-seasonal things, whatever it may be. Vending machine, if you want to go there, hopefully not, but you don't go to Walt Disney World to to get things out of the vending machine. Um, but let's before we go there, you know, I want y'all to kind of think about that, dream that. We've already got a few people dropping some comments, um, which is which is pretty awesome to see, which we will share here in just a minute. So thank you all for that um ian and charles of pop on tonight we'll share those their thoughts here in just a minute so again what would your dream meal consist of at the world disney world resort before we go into some of our questions and our content from tonight i want to talk a little bit about booking dining this morning uh i was up at like 4:30 a.m central time so pretty early for us um helping kind of coordinate uh five different families of of dining experiences they're all going to celebrate uh the 50th anniversary of walt disney world here in october and they're also going to be down there. It's fall break for a lot of folks in our neck of the woods. And they're also going to be down there to celebrate the 50th birthday of uh, all the dads in the group. All their dads in the group are, were all born in in or around 1971 and kind of celebrating uh, that there and just kind of making a big, you know, to do sort of once in a lifetime trip out of it. And, uh, you all it's hard. It's hard booking dining for lots of groups of people in large groups, like especially once you start to hit like six you know eight people out there uh, it can be difficult you know not only i'm not talking about just like restaurant capacity social distancing you know uh covid pandemic protocol kind of stuff i'm just talking generally speaking uh it, it can be difficult so one of the things that i do we've had a lot of conversations along the way uh ended up partnering with two of the folks Uh, that are that are part of this group to kind of help make it happen and you know they took some and i took you know certain ones we kind of strategized and met several times and talked back and forth over text message and email and zoom call and kind of put it all together and i kind of helped strategize for them they came up with a couple of things too we kind of went back and forth for a bit and this is a service that uh, i help provide for them complimentary when when a package is booked for me i don't charge extra for this because there are you know we didn't I'll just be frank we didn't we weren't able to grab everything uh, that they wanted we were able to grab a lot of the things that they wanted and again this is a very 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 popular time to go like it's probably equivalent uh, almost to Christmas week or or the season around 4th of July just because of the uh, you know the, the fall break holiday or break it is for some folks and the celebration rolling out of the 50th anniversary you know new nighttime spectaculars and a lot of things so it's an exciting time to go there's gonna be a lot of really cool stuff to do but you know if you want table service done I mean, this is not something that you can just sit down and do like these are things that you have to plan in advance for you can't just walk up and be like hey can we go take?" for you know five or six or sometimes even two some of the restaurants yes do have walk-up spots you know around full you know the bar where you can have like full service menu the bar at chef art smith's homecoming uh homecoming as it will as it were down at uh, disney springs uh does have a bar with a full service menu and when i went there back in january i was able to grab a meal there with one of my travel nation buddies we kind of hit it off there and became friends uh and we just sort of hung out for a bit and uh, had some great fruit great food some of the best country fried steak i've ever had did not have the fried chicken and i've kind of been shamed a little bit for that <laughs> but man that country fried steak and mashed potatoes is something else uh and i'm a good southern boy so i've eaten a lot of country fried steak in my day uh, but so again be strategic about booking dining. If, if you're, if you're doing your own trip, great. Uh, if you would like some assistance with that, um, please give me a shout. We'd love to chat with you more. Again, I don't charge anything extra for it and would love to be of help if I can. Uh, also one of the other things to think about when, when just sort of strategizing your dining experience, strategizing, I guess that's the word, uh, different people traveling. So there are people going to be, some people are or some people eat a lot, some people eat little, some people eat certain things there are people with allergies different types of food intolerances and whatnot uh on that note you know disney Disney is really good and very accommodating uh regarding food intolerances and you know just allergies specifically if it's like a gluten or soy sensitivity or shellfish like i have or uh or other things if there's something like a specific ingredient that uh that that a guest cannot have this is one of the benefits of uh of, of booking reservations in advance is kind of notating all these things you can get connected with the restaurants and in some cases chefs will even reach out to you and they can kind of figure things out especially if you have some very specific dietary uh, dietary needs uh, and they're very specific so if they're for you or for your children Disney is very good about accommodating folks. So uh, that's just one thing I've experienced personally with my own kids, um, you know, dealing with soy and gluten and even myself, shellfish and whatnot. Uh, so uh, it's, it's a great place, safe place to go and dine uh, and know you'll be taken care of. So, the again, um, let's kind of go back to our question today and we'll kind of jump into uh, some of the contents uh, or the comments tonight the perfect meal at walt disney world that is our conversation our question of the day again is what would your dream meal consist of at the walt disney world resort and first up says get the cheese plate at napa rose i've never had the cheese plate at napa rose i've heard of the cheese plate at napa rose and i heard it is phenomenal so that's definitely something we'll have to uh, try charles says honestly the tavern keeper special pot roast mashed potatoes at liberty tree tavern then either the Johnny Appleseed dessert or pop over to Main Street USA for a chocolate dip rice krispie treat. Those are classic. Uh, I like that, like it a lot. Good stuff. Uh, also, the center cut filet mignon meal at Bear Guest is pretty perfect as well. <laughs> no dessert after that. No room for the gray stuff, I guess. Um, and then also because of the show, the luau meal at the Polynesian Resort is a nice treat as well. So those are some great options. And speaking of steak. Uh, that's one of my favorite things to experience on property. There are lots of resorts, lots of uh, restaurants um, at, at Disney resorts around property that have some some great steaks. Yachtsman Steakhouse is reopening, as we shared last week, uh, which is awesome. There is La Cellier at the Cannon Pavilion. Um, there are some great steaks offered at Victorian Alberts when they have been open, California Grill, and then you know, a few other spots around property. And my favorite steak, my favorite steak uh, is. The one, my favorite steak I've ever had at uh, Walt Disney World uh, is at Le Cellier. And I think, let me see if I can actually have a, share a picture of it. I'm kind of calling it an audible. Wasn't planning on doing this um, here real quick, but we're going to see if we can find it. So um, I I posted it earlier on Facebook. So we're just going to kind of pull it up there. If y'all, excuse me, just a second while I pull this up. If you're on uh, Facebook right now, thank you so much. Uh, for tuning in. Really appreciate that. Here we go. All right. Cool stuff. So let me come back in here to StreamYard. So StreamYard is a great little program. I finally kind of feel like I'm sort of getting <laughs> getting a hold of it. Here we go. So if you look right there, uh, that is a picture of the New York Strip steak with fingerling potatoes. There's some sort of pesto sauce that came with it and uh, fire roasted. I think those are fire roasted cherry tomatoes uh, with some uh, fried crispy onions on top. That steak, I ate every single little bit of that thing. It was cooked perfectly. I like my steaks medium. It was absolutely delicious, and I will definitely, definitely, definitely go back for that. I want to give a special shout out, by the way, to the Coral Reef Restaurant over by the Seas Pavilion. That is the restaurant at Epcot uh, at the Seas, where you know it's kind of on one end of the uh, giant aquarium they have there. They have this big wall where you can see the you know fish and things kind of swimming around. Every now and then you'll see a diver drop in there to, to feed the animals and do different things. But the, the dining room is on one side of the glass and it's not known for it's, you know, necessarily known for its culinary prowess, if you will. But the food there is pretty decent. And I actually had two of my favorite things I ever had there. My other favorite steak was a sirloin that I had from, uh, from the Coral Reef restaurant. And also they had some, this amazing, amazing key lime tart. I'm a big fan of key lime pie. I love to make my own, uh, when I can. And this key lime tart I had there was probably one of the best, uh, I've ever had. It was absolutely delicious. The other thing, this is actually, uh, my wife's, um, let's see give some Facebook notifications there. My wife's meal, uh, that we had back in January where we went. Well, it was, it was pretty tasty. I think this was a, a vegetarian option. If I'm not, uh, mistaken we're not strictly vegetarian but sometimes we go for something a little bit more healthy and this right here is the piece de resistance if you will this is the well-known very famous um cheddar or cheese soup a little bacon crumble some chives on top this stuff is so thick so thick and they serve this pretzel bread Dave Adams, this is for you if you're listening. I think you're live on one of your podcasts right now. Um, this stuff is, is amazing. This is one of the things that the Canada Pavilion is known for. During the uh, a lot of the food festivals, sometimes with the kiosk outside, you can actually get a little kind of like small serving of this. Go for it. This stuff is absolutely delicious. It's so good. Even on like a hot day, I, you know, I mean, I would probably still go for this right here. So this is uh this is this steak right here and then um the the soup is quite delicious uh really enjoyed that the other thing that i would finish it off with one of my favorite things in the world is a dull whip float <clears throat> a dull whip float and you can get these from a few different places around property uh, most notably the pineapple lanai at disney's polynesian village resort uh, it's kind of just outside the back entrance of the Kind of grand house um, there where, you know, the main check-in area is. So you kind of go out the backside, just sort of close to the pool, uh, close to Captain Cokes. It's right there, a little historic counter, sort of a small place where you can get um, different flavors of Dole Whips. And then the Dole Whip floats with a classic pineapple soft serve and the pineapple juice. Very good. Very refreshing. Love, love, love it. And then you can also go to the sunshine tree terrace over in adventure land uh, inside magic kingdom and get them. And there's again, a couple other spots where you can grab some different flavors as well. So definitely check that out. Uh, delicious. Absolutely love it along the way. So <laughs> um, Charles call says that photo photo sold us on sale. Yes, we need to talk. Um, it's, it's, I'm just telling you it is one of my favorite restaurants the the food there is excellent. The service there is great. Uh, coincidentally, I was messing around on Instagram the other day and one of the chefs, uh, from La Salle EA commented on uh, one of my photos and I just, I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. Not one of these. Uh, it was, it was, it was different, but uh, one of the chefs that was on there, just happened to comment on some of my stuff which which i thought was kind of cool charles also says don't sleep on a burrito from inside the mexican pavilion absolutely uh if you like your mexican food don't sleep on it there are two two, three restaurants over in the mexican pavilion there is one inside the actual temple pyramid and then there's la cava de, de tequila for those of you that like spirited drinks uh, step over uh, there's this small area you can get, I think like chips and uh, guac and like maybe chips and salsa, a few little, you know, minor things like that to eat. So mostly, you know, standing room, not a ton of room in there. And then uh, there's a main dining area for one of the other restaurants that's inside. There's another restaurant uh, located outside by the lagoon, kind of across the walkway that has some inside seating. And then there's their quick service location out there that's well. So, excuse me there's that's one of my favorite places to dine is over in mexico we usually make our way over there to at least grab some churro bites if we can because those things are delicious for sure uh charles also says the chocolate dipped m&m ice cream on a stick yeah that's mm -hmm, yep we could we could definitely go there if you wanted to let's pop over to uh facebook real quick and kind of see what uh some of our comments are for tonight um kind of had a great back and forth uh, Rachel says a sana bread service. <laughs> Ian says Dole Whip and the company of the Rock. Uh, yeah, we could go there. The Rock, the Rock loves Disney, so he would he would probably be okay with that. I don't know the Rock personally, but or Dwayne the Rock Johnson, as we should say. Uh, Vinny says I order the porterhouse for two at Yachtsman, uh, the Yachtsman Steakhouse. Again, phenomenal porterhouse steaks. If you're not familiar with the porterhouse steak, is uh, basically a massive T-bone uh, with a a new york strip on one side uh, and a filet on the other side so lots of flavor you know because you got the bone and cook and there's a little bit more fat on that uh on that strip side Uh, but full flavor great steak great experience i can see how vinnie would want to eat all of it because yeah no room for dessert on that you're not going over to beaches and cream for the kitchen sink for sure after that speaking of which kitchen sink my friends um, Susie uh, Matt and Susie over from the Imagineers podcast uh, had the chance to eat the entire kitchen sink. And they had an episode where they talked about it in their podcast, I believe from ooh, maybe it was re in either late January or sometime early middle February. Uh, go check out the Imagineers podcast. Uh, and that's Imagine Ears like E-A-R-S, like these years, not Imagineers like Disney Imagineer. It's a, you know, play on word sort of thing. Uh, so Anyway, yeah, Vinny said he would do the porterhouse for two, uh, which is pretty awesome. Ian said, (laughs) uh, Ian Ian has had some great comments along the way. Ian is a is a bit of a foodie himself, Um, and it's it's good to uh, it's good to kind of follow him. He has a has a budding um, budding Instagram feed. He'll be starting, and I'll make sure that uh, one of these days in here. Uh, one of our friends, Nicole says, Oh my goodness, La Cellier was amazing. Amazing. So, you know, La Cellier is one of the hardest places I would say to get a dining reservation at Epcot. Um, it is not impossible. Was able to grab some this morning, uh, but it is definitely one of those places you want to check out uh, great experience, quality experience. You know, again, you know, a lot of places with, with steaks, will put butter on top and you'll know, do different things. If you have a dairy allergy or whatnot, they will accommodate you. If you just want a piece of meat, with some salt and pepper or just, you know, cooked without certain things or whatever, they'll, they'll take care of you. Uh, Definitely check it out. So all that to say is I got a question from a client uh, yesterday, I believe it was via email talking about dining reservations. And um, one of the things that they asked me was, you know, we're going during the Epcot international food and wine festival, which started July 15th and it's going, I believe all the way into November this year. And, You know, so you're like, do do we really need when we go to Epcot, do we really need to have a table service reservation? And I told them I would plan for at least one. You could always cancel if you get close, you know, enough. There are credit card guarantees required uh, for for reservations in case of a no call, no show kind of thing. But you can always cancel if you get close, if you change your mind. And let them know you can walk up to the hostess stand the day of and tell them and and usually they'll they'll work with you on that because there's always a waiting list. They're always they always have people that will walk up and say, hey, do you have any walk up availability? So they're not really worried for the most part about filling space. So they just need, you know, enough decent advance notice because at Epcot, one of the things that people love to do is they, you know, circle around the world showcase as they make their way through future world uh, and whatnot. There are these little kiosks kind of scattered about. Some of them are more permanent than others. When the food and wine festival comes out it seems like they add a few more than they normally have and they'll have uh you know a bunch of gluten-free options and different you know allergy friendly options that are out there they have a a menu uh, kind of a food and wine festival uh sort of passport book uh, with a lot of the different things in there uh and the you know the different things that are safe to eat for some folks and whatnot so if that's something you have a concern about with these two festivals just know that there are some things out there that you can have and some of them are great you know there's a lot of youtube vloggers and folks out there that have reviewed some of those things i've eaten some of them before when i've been there Um, but uh, not this year but i have had some of them in the past and they're pretty great you know it is a great way to kind of get a culinary experience and little bites from around the world and you know those little food and wine festival items are anywhere from five to you know twelve, thirteen dollars in some cases, and depending on what the item is, there might be a little food, there might be slightly more than that. So the helpings sizes kind of uh, vary. So just be aware of that. Um, Disney Walt Disney World actually sells these little uh, gift cards that you can put um, on a kind of little rubber band lanyard sort of thing that goes around your list, Your wrist, and it's a Disney gift card that you can load up. So if you're worried about, you know, overspending a certain budget, just put a certain amount on there, tuck your wallet away, and, you know, you can just use that. There's all sorts of great merch within a lot of these festivals, too. So, again, My Perfect Meal at La actually, you would start off at Sanaa with with the bread service. If we could have that at La that would be perfect. And then you would go straight into the uh, New York Strip delicious delicious steak uh with the crispy onions on top and the kind of pesto sauce over to the side and the finger butter fingerling potatoes they were just phenomenal then for dessert uh oh don't forget about the uh, bacon cheddar soup as well and then for dessert i would say probably two to three <laughs> uh do floats because for me you know one of those is never enough and you know what it's warm outside at disney 11 and a half months out of the year i feel like So just have something to kind of cool you down uh, a little bit. Uh, Last but not least, let's talk about real quickly the difference between table service and quick service. Just kind of some terminology if you're not familiar with it. I think most folks that kind of tune into us and listen uh, probably are. Quick service is basically their uh, terminology for sort of like a fast, casual, fast food-ish kind of experience. That can be anything from, you know, walking up to a counter to order a hamburger, you know, chicken fingers or, or, uh, or a hot dog. To you know, some places that serve like quick service Mexican style food, so like nachos and you know burritos and different things. So, quick service varies. Some of the stuff is prepared right then. Some of it is kind of pre-prepared. It, it just it's a it's it's a broad. It's a broad category. It's not all stuff that's been sitting under a warmer the entire time. And yes, if you do have allergies, they can work with you at quick serve locations. You just need to make sure that you talk to a cast member and tell them specifically what your allergies are. If you need to speak to a manager or a chef, you can definitely request that when you go to quick service restaurants. Also, table service restaurants, I always, 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 always recommend Advanced dining reservations. And right now, those windows open up 60 days prior for the length of your reservation. If you're staying on property, uh, 60 days prior. To the first day uh, of your trip, and for today, I believe uh, that was October second. So we're sixty days away from October second, uh, and then yesterday would be uh, sixty days away from October first, the the fiftieth anniversary. So that'll be fun. So speaking of which, I'll be you know kind of reporting live and doing a lot down there. I'll be there for uh, some of that, sharing a few things with you. Hopefully, having some great uh, meals and snacks and things along the way. And if you have any questions, if there are things that you are you know, concerned about, want to know more about, just, you know, let me know and uh, I'll be sure to get back with y'all on that. So uh, thank you all so much for joining me on travel, travel tips Tuesday. As always, if you do have any questions about travel planning, be it to Disney destinations or beyond uh, feel free to reach out to me on all my social channels, even through uh, email uh, as well. And would love to touch base with you there. If you're listening to be a podcast, thank you so much. Uh, if you are listening on apple podcast by the way would greatly appreciate a review if you would be so willing that would be amazing please let me know what you think some of your favorite parts of the show and even maybe some things that you would like to see along the way so thank you all again for joining me for travel tips tuesday and we will see you again real soon bye-bye thanks for listening to travel tips tuesday we'll be back next week with another episode see you then